Hello and welcome to the Mon Kinlock podcast. I'm your host, Mon. I'm a soul-led women's coach, a life coach, a health coach, and a personal trainer. And I am obsessed with all things life empowerment, soul purpose, holistic wellness, personal development, and deepening connection with self. My mission is to help empower women like yourself to reconnect with your innate power by providing the tools, the guidance, and a safe space to feel seen and heard so you can truly thrive in the most beautiful way. So if you're ready to live a life you are proud of, a life that absolutely lights your soul up, and a life that is so in alignment with your core values and soul purpose, this is exactly where you're supposed to be right now. Let's dive into the episode. Hello, hello and welcome to episode number, I have no idea what this is, I think it's number six of the Mon Kinlock podcast. Thank you so much for being here. If you're here, I have missed doing this. I've missed being behind a mic. It's been, I think it's been something like five or six months since I've just sat down and, and recorded there. My (laughs) life just took a turn. Um, I mean, I have a really great episode for today. I'm so excited to just riff about it. I riff on it, I guess. Yeah. Riff on it. But since it's been so long, I just want to catch you up a little bit on my life because it'll kind of give the background as to what I'm talking about. So it'll make a little bit more sense. So I kind of just disappeared off the face of the earth, which look, it's not the first time it's happened. I'm just going to be real. Um, But life just happened. I actually, can I blame it on a breathwork session? I don't know. Anyway, I did a one-on-one breathwork session with my gorgeous friend. She is an angel, Elise. Yeah, she's an angel sent on this earth, and I'm so blessed to have her in my life. She, I do a group breathwork session with her every single week. Well, actually, it's every second Sunday now. In March, though, so we're now in September. In March, I think it was the beginning of March this year, I did my first and only so far one-on-one breath session with Elise. And I think it was about two weeks after my life just took a turn. (laughs) So obviously, I mean, breath is something that brings everything up. And there was just obviously a lot that had to come to the surface and had to be explored and dealt with and just shifted out of my conscience I guess I'm going to put it that way, but life, yeah, life was really challenging for, for a good while there. I, um, had some family stuff going on. I went overseas to help my mom with, with a family thing that was really heavy, came back, had six weeks to move out of my apartment. Um, I ended up moving in with someone who was just, it was a shocker of a place, um, a shocker of a, of a housemate situation. And I, wasn't able to, I mean, I just physically didn't have the capacity while I was living there. I was there for five, six weeks. Um, I wasn't able to look after myself and I mean, I I was, it was a very stressful situation and I needed to get out of there. Um, so yeah, life just kind of took a turn. Anyway, I didn't have the space to show up in any other area of my life other than just get through what I could, be there for myself as best as I could, hold myself through it all and 
Now I'm out the other end. I'm going to say I did fall into a depression by the end of it. My body had just been in fight or flight for about five months, I think, at that point. And it was just too much on my body, I think, and my reserves were just drained. And it was I knew it was contextual in the sense that I knew that I would come out of it once I moved out of this very toxic situation. And... Yeah, I've moved into my own apartment. I'm by the beach now and I have everything set up almost and it's bright and it's sunny and it's airy and it's my own space and it is just, I feel so incredibly grateful to be on the other end of everything, but also to be able to appreciate this, especially given the really challenging five, six months that I had just experienced in my life. So, I mean, I'm every single day I wake up and I think, wow, like I can truly, truly experience gratitude for, for where I am right now, especially because I have just, you know, I held myself through, through the darkness and now I can hold myself through the lightness. And, and yeah, it's just been a really highlighting year of polarity and, you know, you can't have the ups without, you can't experience experience and appreciate the highs as much without experiencing and appreciating the lows, if that makes sense. So that's where I've been. I've just been living. (laughs) And now, yeah, I'm just, I'm settled. I'm settling in. I took the time as well. I took the time off just to regroup. I I think I needed a break from what I was doing because previously the way that I was showing up, it was me. I'm I'm not gonna lie, it it wasn't that I was trying to be someone else, but I think subconsciously I also was trying to be. I was just trying to be a version of myself that I wasn't fully integrated in. So nothing that I said was a lie, nothing that I said wasn't really me, but it didn't feel I didn't feel as grounded in where I was coming from as I would have liked to have been. And I think, I don't think, I know that that's so important for um, what I'm trying to do, you know, how I'm trying to help women and, and who I want to be in the world and in this online space. So having, you know, life kind of push me out of, of what I was doing, I really took that opportunity just to ground into, okay, what is it that I am grounded in? What do I need to shift and change within the way that I'm showing up um, in the online space, within this podcast, within all the things? And how can I really land in that so that I can make the biggest impact, feel the most secure in what I'm doing? Because that's obviously going to help my success in this, really. And my success is, is in the way that I'm being able to help people. If I'm able to help, you know, the more women that I'm able to reach and hold and and help build up in their health and their wellness journey, the more that I know that I'm being successful. Um, That's my determinant of success. So I've rebranded my quote-unquote title. I don't know if that's the best way of putting it. Um, But I'm so excited. I feel so grounded in this. Anyway, so that was a little more of a tangent than I thought that I would be going down. Uh, So... Without further ado, let's get more into the episode. So what I really want to talk about today is you can't suppress yourself into healthy. And I'm going to talk about my own experience with my skin at the moment to sort of 
I guess, bring context into this topic. So as I've mentioned, I have just gone through a period of about five, six months of very high stress. Um, During that time, I'm calling myself out here basically to all of you. Um, I stopped exercising. I mean, look, I didn't stop exercising, but I, I, my exercise became very low key. So walks, some hikes, um, very little stretching, very little like resistance training kind of thing. My diet wasn't the best. Uh, I actually became addicted to sugar, not going to lie. And that has been a bitch to, to, to get through, to correct. It was just, yeah, there was a lot of stress going through my body And what I noticed was that my skin was just getting really bad. I had put on weight and I just felt sluggish and really, really blah. Now, as I mentioned previously, I did fall into a bit of a depression. I'm out of it now. Um, It was just, I just needed to get out of really where I was. And just, it it took about a month or something after I moved, but I'm, I'm finally feeling better with that sense. But my skin and my digestion and my cravings and, and, you know, the, the internal functionings of my body on a more physical level are taking a little bit longer to, to repair and replenish. And that makes sense, right? Um, after such a high period of stress. So my skin, I am 29 years old and I pretty much have adult acne. Um, I've had it ongoing since I was a teenager. Um, it's not horrible, but it's not great. And when I, I've made the decision actually to start looking after it and to start repairing it, you know, to feel more confident about myself. I think I deserve to, why not? Anyway, I initially went to a dermatologist and she's, you know, no shade to this dermatologist and full respect to her. She works at a skin hospital. So I'm assuming she knows what she's doing. She took one look at my skin and she, without any knowledge of my hormone levels, my, um, my gut history, my, you know, my diet, my lifestyle, how long I've had this without any knowledge of any of that. She pretty much prescribed me a whole bunch of things, two of which you can't get pregnant on. I'm not that I'm planning on having kids anytime soon, but you know, just goes to show the strength of what she was prescribing me. Um, a three month course of antibiotics, testosterone blockers, basically it was a whole lot of stuff to just suppress the symptoms. You know, there was no recommendation for a change of my diet. There was no recommendation for, and I asked about, you know, like, should I be swapping out some of my products that I'm using on my skin for different things? And there was none of that. Um, There was a potential you could maybe try this, but, you know, nothing that I apparently seemed to be doing wrong or needed to, to change. Maybe that was just because I didn't need to change anything. I don't know. But it was all just adding in extra stuff to target the symptoms, absolutely no regard for how my my overall health and body was going to be affected as a result. So to clarify, she prescribed three months of antibiotics, as I said. Now, antibiotics, I have a very sensitive gut and I have chronic IBS. I've had it for as long as I can remember. And, and three months of antibiotics regardless of the fact that I have an up like a sensitive gut is going to disrupt your gut microbiome. Now, one thing I know for sure, anything that goes through your gut is going to affect the rest of your body in some way, shape or form, whether it's just giving it energy or putting extra stress on your body. So making you more tired, whatever it may be, 
hydrating you, whatever. Um, and secondly, your skin is your largest elimination organ in the body. It's the largest organ period, um, but it's the largest elimination organ in the body. So essentially what that means is that we utilize the skin. For instance, we sweat out toxins. So by taking a three-month course of antibiotics, you're disrupting your gut, which is going to then impact the way that food is digested um, or anything that we ingest is digested. That's going to affect potentially every other area of your body. And your skin health is directly linked to your gut health. It's also directly linked to your hormone health. So again, just with the gut health, skin being the largest elimination organ, you know, when we ingest food, we digest it and then we eliminate it through one way, shape or form. And that can be through our skin. So yeah, as I said, skin directly links to your digestion and to your hormones. So she was prescribing, this dermatologist was describing, uh, prescribing testosterone blockers and other medication slash serums, two of them that you can't get pregnant on. So immediately she had recommended again without any prior knowledge of what my hormone levels were, whether or not my acne was caused by my hormones or by my digestion. She was recommending these products that were immediately going to be having an effect on my hormones. So again, just to reiterate, the quality of your skin very much being a representation of the quality of your digestion and all your hormones, along with some other factors, but you know, they're two huge contributing factors. She was pretty much saying, okay, screw the contributing factors. Let's just suppress what you can see on your skin. At the end of the day, that's what you've come here for. So that's what I'm going to prescribe you and good luck to you on your way out, basically. So look, I, before I go on, I do know when you have bad skin, it's something that everyone can see. Like you can't hide from bad skin. You can try and look maybe in certain areas you can, but at the end of the day, your skin is what people see when they look at you. So I get it. I fully get it. And I'm not dismissing anyone's want to solve the problem quickly. What I'm talking about here though, is that when you're doing something like that, when you are going with an option that's going to suppress the symptoms without treating the root cause, when you don't really understand what the root cause is and you are taking something that's just going to fix, like suppress the symptoms, your body still has to deal with what's going on underneath, right? Because essentially, again, your skin being an elimination organ, your body's trying to find like an equilibrium in an upset environment and it's it's doing what it can and the result is what you're experiencing as the symptoms. I hope that that makes sense. So when you're suppressing the symptoms, it still has to deal with whatever it's doing, but something else is going to be affected. And let's say, for instance, you are doing something that's going to suppress your hormones or something that may potentially, and it generally does, it'll affect your hormones in a different way. It's the same with the pill. The pill stops cramps. It stops, uh, your skin breaking out, it stops. Oh, that was the other thing she recommended to me. She recommended the pill. The pill stops cramps. It stops your skin breaking out. It stops PMS. It stops all these things. But what it's doing is it's stopping the natural part of what essentially what being a woman is. Now, I have a friend or I had a friend who needed to be on the pill for health reasons. 
There are instances where any of this is necessary. I have a family member who's currently, well, multiple family members who are currently taking heart medication, and that is, you know, treating the cause, um, but it's then impacting them on other areas of their health, and that's just something that they have to deal with, you know, as the main priorities that they can live a longer life. So again, take this as you will and use common sense. But what I'm trying to do is raise the awareness that if you can, if you do have access to an ability to treat the root of the cause without disrupting other parts of your body in the process, your body will thank you in the long run. You will feel so much more empowered when you can do this. And it's just so much kinder on your body, right? It's worth it in so many ways. So yeah, like I said, I understand that sometimes you just want a quick result and, and you know, treating the root cause is a, is a slower fix. It's a more boring fix and it's not necessarily glamorous, but it's important to not, I mean, we live in a society where we just want a quick fix. We just want to feel like we can do something quick that's going to give us that dopamine hit that we feel like, you know, we can just get on with the rest of our lives and and whatnot. But don't forget that when you're doing that, you're becoming disconnected from who you are. And at the end of the day, you're a living, breathing organism that is part of the earth. And, you know, it deserves the respect to do its own thing in its own time um, and to be treated kindly in the process. Anyway, I digress. So going back to my experience with the dermatologist, I thanked her. I did book a follow-up appointment for three months just in case I wanted to keep the appointment and just in case I ended up going on antibiotics because at this point I didn't know. But I decided to get a second and a third opinion, one by a naturopath and another by a beautician. So, you know, someone who was going to look at my skin from the outside and someone who was going to look at my overall health from the inside. I have decided to move forward with the naturopath. At this point, I may end up going back to the dermatologist, but at this point, probably not. With the naturopath, before I saw her, actually, I ended up doing the face mapping tool. So this was just a tool that you can look up online. It gives you the structure of the face and it it has different areas of the face of the face portioned off. And you can see it shows you that specific areas of the face represent specific processes within specific areas of the body. So for instance, if you get acne or um, troublesome skin around your chin and your mouth, that's generally hormonal caused, caused by your hormones. Um, Where I get acne, which is generally down my cheeks, that is most probably a poor detoxification. Um, you know, your nose is linked to a different area of the body, your forehead is linked to another area, so on and so forth. Anyway, I took this and she was able to, she actually ended up, uh, agreeing with me that it seems like I just need a really good clear out after my really intense five or so months. I, my body had been under a lot of load. I wasn't eating properly. I wasn't moving my body properly. And things were just blah and stuck. So as I actually had been feeling, the naturopath was then going, yes, it sounds like this is what's going on. So we have gone on a, or she's put me on a four-week practitioner-approved 
quote-unquote detox slash cleanse. It's a specific cleanse and basically a detox being, or like the true definition of a detox being, nothing crazy, just eliminating any potentially inflammatory foods, any foods that may aggravate me specifically. So it's essentially cutting out things like excess sugars. In fact, most sugars apart from natural sugars in fruits and vegetables and things. Alcohol, which I don't generally drink. Dairy and gluten, two very well-known inflammatory foods and food groups. And just going back to basics. And I'm also taking some supplements. I'm taking a probiotic a specific probiotic for this cleanse and along with two supplement powders, which are pretty much just vitamins, minerals, soothing and supportive herbs and, and products such as glutamine, which is really great for the integrity of the gut lining and your immune system, turmeric, which is anti-inflammatory, milk thistle, which is going to help the liver, that kind of stuff. So it's very, very simple, very, very Gentle in the sense that I'm not taking something that's drastically going to change the way that my hormones are working, but strict in the sense that it's you're really being very particular with what you're ingesting for this 28 days, initial 28 days. Now, I am currently on day 19 of it, so I've just done just over two and a half weeks of it. I experienced a detox flu for seven days. And which involved me feeling like I had the actual flu. There was one day I slept all day, actually two days where I pretty much could have slept all day. Um, my muscles were sore. I had headaches. I couldn't think. Um, my body was really just getting rid of the muck. Um, so basically what I was experiencing was the healing crisis and I'm still experiencing it to an extent, my body's going to, it's going to take a little while for me to come back to a new sense of balance. But basically what happens when you, A, potentially do a detox um, and you just cut out the crap, cut out the the triggering inflammatory, you know, the conspirators basically against your, your health, your body has a chance to really sort of start to heal from the inside out. And so the healing crisis is... Basically, the way that I explain it is when you're going about your daily life, you can see the symptoms and feel the symptoms, the signs and the symptoms on a more external sort of point of view. So for instance, like I'm experiencing my skin, that's a very external thing. Sometimes you'll get like, let's say you get headaches or um, a stomach ache or whatever, but you cannot feel physically the cells doing their thing, the chemical reactions that are going on within your body. Um, or anything like that. We're not aware of the internal struggles that our body is going through on a chemical level. We're aware of the bigger picture, but not the internal picture. When we're healing from the inside out, so like I just said, I'm giving my body a chance to really clear what's going on, like clear any sort of stagnant toxins and waste and whatnot that it wasn't able to clear when it wasn't functioning at its best. Your body can sort of ramp up what's going on and it's got to get rid of this stuff. So this stuff is then moving from being stuck inside your organs where you don't really feel it. They're just kind of chilling there. And now suddenly it's, it's on the move. It's got to come out one way, shape or form. And so it's sort of surfacing to a point where you can feel it. You feel the symptoms and you may feel worse, but actually everything is just coming out to the point where you can experience it. And then it's as it's leaving your body, it's not stuck where you can't experience it. 
it's coming out. So you're like, oh my God, this thing was actually, you know, here, but it's leaving the body. Hopefully that makes sense. Another way of explaining this is a little bit more psychological, I guess, or woo-woo potentially, but like your emotions are energy in motion and you can suppress your emotions when you don't feel your emotions. They just kind of sit there in your body. In order to really let this emotion go, you need to experience it and express it and let it come out, right? So for instance, stored anger, you don't necessarily feel until it comes out in a really bad way. But when you're intentionally trying to clear your body of this anger, you've got to feel it and let your body process it and experience it so that it can leave the body. As it comes out of this internal place where it's been stuck energetically, you're going to feel it and then it's gone and you can get on with your life. So I experienced the healing crisis majorly from day two to day nine. And now I'm kind of over it a little bit, still getting headaches, but feeling a little bit better. But this this initial phase is, is a four-week detox, right? I just saw my naturopath today and we discussed a longer-term plan moving forward. So the next step, which is probably going to be another two to three months, depending. Um, we've got some more, some more supplements to take, but a little bit less intense than what I'm taking now. Um, cause we've done the initial sort of clear out and I'm just focusing on continuing to have, I eat pretty much a Mediterranean diet. So continuing on with my, with my natural foods, continuing on with in, in other areas of my life, like adding an exercise again, doing these things. It's, it's boring, but it's, it's allowing my body the opportunity to come to a new equilibrium. I am in the process of, so I've booked an appointment with my doctor to get some blood tests and some hormonal testing because there may be hormones affecting what's going on, or it could be my gut or it could be a mixture of both. I don't know, but we're, we're targeting the gut. My naturopath and I are targeting the gut by what I'm doing. I'm allowing the gut to calm down and I'm getting the tests to see if there's anything that we need to add in specifically to to balance out my hormones. This is a much longer process. Admittedly, potentially it's more expensive. I don't know, but I'm not damaging my gut in the process. I'm not disrupting my hormones if they're not disrupted in the first place. And if they are disrupted, I'll be actually working logically to rebalance them. Right? Does that make sense? I feel like it just... It sounds so boring when I'm like, yeah, I'm just eating good foods and I'm moving my body intentionally and I'm getting enough sleep. And it's admittedly, it will also take a lot longer. My skin is still, I mean, we're two and a half weeks in. Potentially if I had started taking the antibiotics and then this, putting the serums on my face, my symptoms would have, I just clicked my fingers, like gone. But what are the ramifications that I could have been experiencing in the longer term or down the track if I had done that? Would I have had trouble falling pregnant in the future? Would I have just disrupted my gut and then had to go to a naturopath anyway to heal my gut? And then my skin problems would have come out even worse. Or would my period be, you know, affected now? I don't know. All the, and you don't really know what can happen when you're just taking the short-term fix. So again, if you need to, you need to. Like don't dismiss, you know, Western medicine is incredible and it's 
so needed and it's so magical when it, when it's when it is needed but when it's not needed and when you can really sort of allow your body to come back to a state of balance so much magic can happen with that so a few of the things that i have ex- uh, witnessed within myself since i've started this so i'm only two and a half weeks in yes my skin is still not her best <laughs> not living her best life however my mental clarity and i'm talking like energetic mental clarity here sometimes i still i do still struggle to concentrate but my energetic mental clarity i hope that makes sense is sharper than it has been ever i am focusing on this again i'm showing up online i'm recording a podcast i booked myself a pt i am potentially going to be going back to study next year um i may be continuing my nutrition course and i wouldn't have had that urge if i was still feeling like shit and just had no energy for anything. I have more energy for life. I'm looking at booking a dancing class. I just I feel good. I feel so much more connected to like I'm enjoying shopping again. I'm enjoying eating again. I'm so much more creative in the kitchen than I have been for ages because part of the problem was I was just bored with what I was eating. And so I was reaching for quick fixes because, you know, and sugary fixes because they were tasty. Whereas I'm enjoying having to be creative now, I'm enjoying shopping and buying whole foods that are so much more aligned with my values. All of this I'm gaining from choosing to a make a decision that was aligned with my values, which was if something like, you know, actually treating the root cause, which for that's just my value of health and wellness from the inside out, but it was also just taking the opportunity to really have someone have my back. Um and it's you know it's a longer process with my skin i get that and i have to be patient but i've also got to remember that when you're suppressing the symptoms well i've said this a thousand times i'm sorry i'm just going to repeat it one more time when you're suppressing the symptoms you're not letting your body do its natural thing so another way i'm going to put this and hopefully if this hasn't landed for you yet and you're still listening thank you um hopefully this will land for you one last thing. When you are living your life, I'm not going to say your best life, but when you're living your life and you find that your habits are slipping, you may have stopped exercising, sugars, chocolate, all the things that are not that great for us in, you know, when not in moderation, when they are creeping in more than they should. When you're drinking more alcohol, when if you start smoking, like if you're under, even if you're just under a lot of stress, over time, these things create a bigger and bigger impact in the body until we finally notice the symptoms. At first, our body can be like, okay, like let's just ram up our digestion or let's just ram up this process to try and balance it out or try and get rid of this toxin that we're experiencing more of. But over time, the body becomes overloaded and it needs to find a new, a new sense of homeostasis. Yeah, it needs to find a new sense of balance because it thinks that this is now the new the new normal. So over time, you'll start to notice the symptoms as a result of what your body has been going through, like changing and then shifting internally to try and keep up with what's been going on. When you're suppressing the symptoms, you're not giving your body a chance to reverse what's been going on. On the other end of that, when you are adjusting your lifestyle 
you know, to reverse these maybe poorer habits. Let's say you start exercising a little bit more, you start watching what you're eating a little bit more, you cut back on your alcohol, you are getting more sleep at night, you're you're meditating more to look after your mental health and your emotional health. You're giving your body the opportunity to reverse what's been happening. My, the main point that I want to make here though is that as much as it takes time for the symptoms to develop in the first place, you've got to give it time for the symptoms to leave. It doesn't make any sense to assume, and I know we all do it, I do it too. I think it's more like a wish than anything. I don't know. Anyway, it's dumb to assume that even though it takes so long for the symptoms to come up in the first place, that we just shift one thing and the symptoms are going to just totally disappear. We'll go back to where we were previously. And then just as we all do wish and hope for that, I know that we all get experience at one point or another, a sense of dismay when we don't reach our goals just like that. I know a lot of people experience this in the gym. I myself have experienced this in the gym and with weight and your body image and your physique. So I hope that makes sense. I hope this has made sense and I hope that this has landed. You cannot, you cannot suppress yourself to healthy. You can suppress the symptoms, but you're just screwing shit around that doesn't need to be screwed around in the process. Or you can target the root cause. You can take the longer route, the potentially more boring route, and you can love yourself in the process and deepen your connection with your body and let your body do what it's designed to do and give your body the opportunity to not bounce back. Well, sometimes maybe bounce back, but like come back in a way that feels good for the body and wholesome for the body. And that's going to benefit you in the longer run, right? So again, look, if you have a medical condition and you need to take something, don't like take what I'm saying with a grain of, you know, be discerning with what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to say. But yeah, at the end of the day, part of being an empowered woman or human is just knowing that you have options and knowing that your body has your best interest at heart. Always, 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 always has your best interest at heart. It's going to do what it can to, to be there for you. You deserve, your body deserves for you to allow it to be there for you. Give it the chance give it the chance and it will be okay. So I'm going to keep you updated on my health and my skin journey because we know it's going to be a long one, but I'm practicing patience and I'm practicing reminding myself that it will be worth it. And I'm enjoying how I'm shifting and feeling in the process. Like I said, I'm reconnecting with my body. I'm reconnecting with my values, with my belief systems, with my healthy habits, with my creativity with my just all the good stuff. So I'm excited and it's been great. Anyway, I am going to love you and leave you. Thank you for spending, you know, the past X amount of minutes with me. I hope you have a lovely rest of your day and I will be back in your ears soon for another podcast. I'm sure. Lots of love. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to tune into this episode. I am celebrating you for taking the time out of your own day to do something for yourself. I really do appreciate your support through this platform 
and I truly hope you got something valuable out of the episode. It would mean the absolute world to connect with you outside of this space. So please reach out via my Insta at mon underscore kinlock and let me know your key takeaways, what you loved about the app, or even what you would love for me to expand on in future apps. You are also very welcome to leave a review. And so that this podcast can have the best chance at reaching the people that truly will benefit from it, please take a screenshot and share this episode on your socials. Again, tagging me at mon underscore kinlock. On a different note, to check out my current coaching offers, my digital products, and my blog, head to my website, www.monkinlock.com, and you can find everything there. As always, I am sending you so much love. Until next time, chat soon. Bye.